You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 341. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. All right, team. Last week, we talked about the fact that starving and not eating enough calories is not going to help you lose weight, and it's certainly not going to help you lose weight faster, which is what most people think, and it's that time of year where everybody's doing their detoxes and their cleanses. And so if you missed the podcast episode from last week, I highly recommend go back Check out episode number 340 and find out and make sure you really understand why not eating enough is really holding you back. But today we're talking about back to the nutrition basics part two. So last week again, we talked about calories. Why not eating enough isn't helping you. But now let's talk about, okay, well, what is the solution to losing weight in a healthy and sustainable way? That's what we're going to talk about. Now there's about, let's see, there's five main things that I would say are the most important things to making sure that you're eating a healthy, balanced diet. Because when you eat a healthy and balanced diet, you're generally going to be full. And being full is sort of going to help you from binge sessions. And again, we talked a lot about that when you don't eat enough and you're starving, by five o'clock you'll eat anything, right? So I wanna make sure that you're eating a healthy, balanced diet so that you feel full during the day. Feeling full in a normal way, not that, oh my God, I just ate so much for that holiday dinner, I am more than full. Not that kind of full. I'm just talking about satisfied full. That is a good feeling. You ate a meal, you feel full. You don't feel like you have to eat more. When you feel full, typically you're going to not crave all kinds of bad foods and eating too much and overeating. A lot of times when you're super, super hungry, you lean on carbs and sugar. And unfortunately, those carbs and sugar will never fill you up, which is why you keep eating the entire bag of chips or pretzels, whatever it might be, the carbohydrates, they just don't satiate you. And so there's this endless cycle. But when you start balancing your diet with proper nutrition, making sure you have enough healthy fat and protein, things like that, then all of a sudden you don't feel like this bottomless pit that can just keep on eating. And we need to restrict that, obviously, if you're trying to lose weight or even maintain your weight. So let's talk about Back to the Nutrition Basics, part two, these five things, again, review for some of you, not review for many, five things that are gonna help you keep things dialed in for 2024. Now, the first and probably most important thing is that I want to make sure that you are eating every two to three hours. The reason being, this sets you up to have this proper schedule, and if you eat every two two to three hours, you're never going to get to that point where you are starving. Now, how I do it, I have a meal, a snack, a meal, a snack, a meal, and maybe a nighttime snack. And I do that every two to three hours. So let's talk about that real quickly. 
My first meal is breakfast. And I tell everybody, you guys have to be eating breakfast. Please don't tell me you're eating breakfast just because you're having eggs or oatmeal at noon. That is a breakfast type meal, yes, but breakfast should happen right when you wake up. And if you start your day with calories, trust me, you will burn more calories throughout the day and you will get that metabolism fired up. So my first meal is within about 30 minutes of waking up in the morning. I get up early, usually around six o'clock, if not before that, and I will eat within that 30 minutes. Now, after that meal, usually about two to three hours later, I will have a snack. Typically, I work out, I work, and then I work out, and then I will have that first snack. Then two to three hours later, I'll have a meal. Two to three hours later, I'll have a snack. Two to three hours later is my dinner. And then maybe if I'm hungry after dinner or I need that little bit of sweet, which for me is usually a piece of fruit during the week, then I might have a snack afterwards. The moment you miss any of these meal, snack, meal, snack, meal, the moment you miss any of these, you risk getting hangry and you don't want to go there. Because once you get so hungry that you are hangry, and we have all been there, or we definitely know people who go there, right? Once you get hangry, all bets are off. That's even for me, someone with a lot of discipline, a lot of willpower, if I get super, super hungry, I pass that point, I also am gonna be grabbing the chips, grabbing the candy bar at CVS. You've heard me tell that story before. If I get super hungry, all bets are off, even me. I'm super disciplined, but you cannot fight that hunger feeling. Because again, we talked about it last week, the body is so much smarter than you, it's telling you you're starving for a reason because your body needs more blood sugar, you're not eating enough calories, it needs something, so it's sending that red flag at you that you're starving and that you need to eat and it it does not care at that point what you eat, it just wants calories, right? So eating every two to three hours really sets you up for success. Now, if you're one of those people who says to me, I forget to eat. For one, how come that never happens to me? How come I never forget to eat? (laughs) I don't forget to eat. Usually every two to three hours, I start to get a little hungry, which sort of tells me, oh, it's time for my meal or it's time for my snack. But just for whatever reason, if you are that person, then guess what? You need to set a timer on your phone, on your watch, whatever it is you use. Set a timer every two to three hours, especially if you are a really busy person. I understand that some people go to work and they are just on the entire eight hours they're there and they forget to eat. I get it. So in that case, you need to set a timer to remind you. It's also very good for you to take a little time off in your workday to sit in some peace and quiet and have your meal or have your snack and take a little break. You'll be more productive if you take that break mentally, okay? So eating every two to three hours. Now the second thing that you really want to make sure is when you eat every two to three hours, it can't just be garbage, right? It needs to be a balanced diet. It needs to be balanced nutrition. Now you don't have to log your food in a meal plan type app. You don't have to log your macros to see if you're eating a balanced diet, to see if if your plate is full of balanced nutrition. You don't have to track that. This is how I do it, team. I look at my plate and I ask, 
do I have a healthy fat? Do I have a healthy carb? Do I have a protein? And do I have at least one serving of a vegetable? Then on snacks, I generally make sure that I have one serving of a fruit with some type of fat or protein. So here's an example, kind of a go-to dinner that I have. Chicken, and I really love this Parmesan crusted chicken that has some Parmesan cheese on it. It's, It's baked and it is so delicious. If you're not on my newsletter, definitely get there. I just posted this recipe uh, the other month. Um, Just side note, go to earnthatbody.com forward slash newsletter because every month I send this newsletter out with a new recipe. So the chicken parmesan is a good one and it's a go-to for me. So chicken and then with a sweet potato, and I generally eat an entire sweet potato, not even half, it just depends on the size of it, I guess and broccoli. Now, the chicken is my protein. The sweet potato is such a wonderful, healthy carbohydrate. The broccoli, and I have at least two servings on my plate, that's gonna be your vegetable. And in this particular case, the Parmesan cheese and there's a little bit of olive oil is gonna be the healthy fat. Um, So it is important to have that as well. You don't wanna skip the fat. So all of that is a super balanced meal. I don't have to put that into a food tracker of any sort to know that I'm hitting all of the macros that I need. Now for a snack, I usually have some kind of fruit, as I said, with some kind of fat protein. And the reason being, because as I said earlier, if you just have a carbohydrate, like a piece of fruit, it might not fill you up. And so you might find you're still a little hungry. And again, my goal is that I don't feel hungry all day long because that's when all kinds of snacking starts, right? So I have a fruit with some kind of fat protein. Example, Greek yogurt, which is super, super high in protein with a banana. So now I've got my protein and I've got my fruit. Um, You could even do something like an apple, your carbohydrate, with peanut butter. The peanut butter is mostly a fat, but there's some protein. So that little bit of protein fat is going to satiate you. And this makes sure that in my two snacks a day, I'm getting in my two servings of fruit. So that is how I make sure that I get all of my nutrition in, my protein, my fat, my carbohydrates, my two fruits, my five servings of veggies, all in one day, and I do not log anything. Uh, I used to log food, and sometimes I log food, depending on you know what's going on in my life, but typically I don't log my food, but I do make sure that my plate is always balanced. Now the third thing that you want to make sure is that you're staying hydrated. And I want you to stay hydrated with water. Now it is my preference that you drink plain water. Everybody loves this bubbly water. It's fine, I would say one bubbly water a day is a max, but you're more likely to drink even more water if it's just regular flat water. You wanna stay away from juice. Juice is just sugar loaded. So be really cautious of juice. Obviously no soda, and maybe that's not obvious for you, but soda loaded in sugar, loaded in chemicals, and the diet soda is even worse than the regular. I'd actually rather you have regular soda than diet, all right? But I want you to really focus on hydrating your body all day long with plain 
water. Now, I'm not going to tell you you need eight glasses of water a day. And that obviously, it doesn't it doesn't work for all people. We've got people who are more active than others. Someone who's seven feet tall versus five feet tall. Someone who sits all day. Someone who's in the heat. Someone's in the cold. I can't tell you how many glasses of water to have, but I will say you should be drinking it and have it with you pretty much all throughout the day with all your meals before the workout, during the workout, after the workout. You should just be hydrating with water all day. And if your urine has a light yellow color, then you're on track. You don't need to do more than that. You don't have to guzzle too much water. Like I see people with these enormous bottles of water and they're like guzzling it down. You can actually drink too much water and do a lot of damage to 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 the body by sort of oversaturating the body with water. There's a certain amount of like sodium in the body that your body needs and you drink too much water and it flushes it out. So you gotta be a little careful. That's why you just need to make sure that your urine is light yellow. If it is clear, you probably went overboard, a little too much water. So really stick to water, avoid the soda, and avoid the juice. Number four, I say it all the time, it's not a lot of fun, but it is a reality, you gotta eat home. You gotta cook your meals about 90% of the time. And when I say eat home, I'm not talking about picking up food at the market that is prepped and made for you at the market and then eating it at home. I'm not talking about going to the restaurant around the block that makes a great salad and bringing it home. You're like, but I ate it at home. That's eating at home. No, I'm talking about cooking your meals. Even though you think that salad is super healthy around the corner, it is probably loaded in sodium. So you can control your food when you cook it. You can control how much sodium you are getting in. You can control how many vegetables you get in and the protein and the fat and the carbs, all of that you have so much more control over and especially the size of it, the portion. So I really can't preface this enough. You've got to eat home more. If that's the one thing you focus on in 2024, I think you would be shocked at how your body would change. Like I often think if people just cooked all their meals, they would all, nobody would need to lose weight. Like you would be at a great weight. Even if you made something unhealthy sometimes, I'm not saying all your meals, but I still think it would be a whole lot better than if you ate out. So I typically eat home for all my meals, except maybe two dinners out a week. That means all breakfast at home, all lunches at home. Do I ever go out for lunch with a friend? Yes, but I don't do it every day and I don't go to Starbucks. So a lot of people are hitting that Starbucks every morning, every afternoon. They get their snack, they get their venti this and their venti that, and then they grab that little snack because they think it's healthy. Nothing is really healthy at Starbucks, guys. All right, even the protein box. I would rather you make your own little protein box. Not only will you save money, but you'll probably save some calories. So eat home as much as you possibly can. Save it for those couple dinners that you probably wanna eat out on the weekend because we're all exhausted by the time the weekend comes and nobody wants to cook every single night of the week, right? So really watch how often you eat out. And then the next one, you have to save your sweets, and you have to save your alcohol. What do I mean by that? You you cannot eat sugar every single day. 
So if you're someone who's like, I have a little piece of chocolate every single night after dinner, is it gonna kill you? Absolutely not. But what you're creating is a pattern, a habit, and now a craving. If you eat chocolate every night, you will crave chocolate every night. Do I think that's healthy? I mean, I think you could go without chocolate every single day. I would so much rather see you enjoy it on the weekend as your sweet treat. Same with alcohol. If you have a glass of wine every night, you will crave a glass of wine every night. If you have two glasses every night, you will crave two. And guess what? If you're having three or four glasses of wine every single night, you need to reevaluate what is going on in your life. And I say this from my heart, I am not judging. But I honestly want to know, and I want you to know, why is it that you feel like you need to have that much alcohol every single day? Are you trying to feel better? Are you trying to numb some kind of pain? People do this with sugar too. So that's why I put them in the same category today. Some people eat a ton of sugar because they also want to feel better or give themselves something very quick fix to make them happy. There's usually something about someone who eats so much sugar all the time that is kind of trying to fill a void of some sort. We gotta get the sweets and we gotta get the alcohol under control. The sugar is killing us. Too much sugar is killing us, and guess what? Too much alcohol is killing us too. Now, I do have a glass of wine. I probably have two, uh, maybe three max in a week. I never, I think I can pretty much say never have two glasses of wine in one sitting. Those days are over. I haven't done that in a really long time because I just don't feel good from drinking more than one glass. And I just know that now. Like every time I ever used to have that second glass, I would always finish the dinner or finish the evening feeling blah. Like I just didn't feel good after that. And so I like to embrace that feeling. Same thing with sugar. Have you ever eaten like an entire cinnamon roll or a big, huge piece of pie or too many pieces of pie and just felt sick afterwards? When you have those moments, embrace it. Sit in it. Say, how does this feel? Do I like it? The more I sit in that feeling, I generally don't wanna go back to it the next time I'm faced with it. So always embrace that. And also embrace how good you feel if you did only have one bite of chocolate or one glass of wine. It's like, oh, I had a glass, I feel good, I can move on now. Embrace how you feel because that is honestly what will keep you going. So really be careful of the sweets, really be careful of the alcohol. This is it, team. It's not new. It's not sexy. It's just the truth in terms of balanced nutrition that will make you healthy in 2024. It will actually make you healthy in any year, not just 2024. Now, you might have to focus on your calories if you are eating too much or too little. So I'm not saying that it that calories won't come into play at all. There there are gonna be some of you who are trying to lose weight and you do these five things and maybe you still can't lose enough weight or maybe you lose weight at first but you kind of come to a little bit of a plateau you might still have to log some food and check your calories. Again, you might be eating too much, but you might be eating too little, and that happens all the time. So sometimes we can make a quick adjustment in terms of how many calories you are eating. But generally, 
I see that people are just not consistent with the above guidelines, basically, that I just talked about. And that is why they're not losing weight. And as soon as I give people accountability on those kind of things, everything kicks into action. It's like their body kicks in. They're doing it longer. They're doing it consistently, even without tracking or logging food. And that accountability to making sure that you stay on track with those five things, that is everything when it comes to nutrition. Someone holding you accountable is everything. Don't be afraid to get help with that mindset because We get help for so many things, right? But somehow I think that people think, well, I don't need help with nutrition because I know what to do. How many of us know what to do, but we just don't do it? All of us, right? That's totally normal. We all know what to do, but most people are just not disciplined enough to do it on their own, to do it consistently, to do it for a long period, or how about this, to do it during the hard times. All of us can eat healthy, I feel like, when times are easy, but sometimes times are tough. Sometimes, like, physically something's going on in your life, and like stress, for example, and all of a sudden you want to throw in the towel. I mean, that happens all the time. So accountability helps you get through that. Um, Sometimes you're sick. So many things come up. Sometimes it's not just, it could be financial stress. It could be, it could be physical illness, like So many things come up that throw you off all the time in a week, and that is why having accountability to keep you going, to get you over the hump, is everything when it comes to nutrition. It's probably why so many of my clients tell me all the time, the best I ever did with nutrition was when I was on the ETB program because it had such high accountability. And it's okay, everyone, to come back even if you fell off track. That's another thing that I hear all the time. I I know I need to come back to ETB, but I don't want you to see how much weight I've gained. It's not going to happen. For one, I have so many clients that when y'all come back to me, I don't know what you weighed before and what you weigh today. I don't compare. All I care about is getting people back on track so that you are as healthy as you can be. I have honestly, I have people who come to me every quarter. I have people who come to me every every half year. They schedule it a year in advance and they just say, hey, I know I want to be on your program in January and I also know I want to be on it in June because that keeps them a little more on track if they know they're coming back and weighing in and that kind of thing. So never feel bad that you need accountability just because you know what to do. Again, we all know what to do. And it's so important that you do these things in a consistent way if you are trying to lose weight or just simply be healthy. So again, never be afraid to ask for help. Now team, make sure you are eating enough. Make sure you are eating enough of the right foods. Make sure you are staying hydrated with a ton of water. And when you do this, you are full, you feel good, and you are healthy. And there is absolutely nothing that feels better than feeling healthy. So I really hope these last two episodes have helped you sort of get your mind back on track, refocus on what is important. Don't be worrying about the detoxes. Don't worry what your neighbor's doing. Just focus on these five things, the clean eating, the real food. It is what is going to make a difference in the long run. Now, next week, 
we are going to talk about how the 50s smacked me upside down, okay? Hitting 50 and now 51, my body absolutely freaked out. I'm in perimenopause. I've had every tendinopathy everywhere in my body that you could possibly think. The 50s smacked me upside down, and I need to tell you how I handled it last year because I had to change my diet. I had to change how I work out to accommodate this smackdown. (laughs) (laughs) and how I have come out ahead. And I know that a lot of you are feeling the same thing because you message me all the time on Instagram and Facebook when you see my posts about how I've had to change things. And people are asking, well, what did you do? What did you change? Because I am there with you and I need help. So next week, we talk about the 50s Smackdown Earn That Body podcast. Always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.